Welcome to Treasures from the Bible. I'm Lizzie Matthews. In today's story, my brother Nehemiah and I visit India along with Mr. Gunther. We'll also be learning about the parable of the prodigal son in Luke 15. So come on and join us. What are the names of the three elephants you are taking care of? Let me introduce them to you, Nehemiah. This is Prabhu. He's huge. I know. He's the father. The mother is Ila, and the baby is Basu. Aw, Basu is so cute. I wish I could take him home with me. Oh, actually, we need to go. We have a very long walk before we arrive at the King's Parade later this evening. What do we need to do to get the elephants ready for the parade, Joshua? First, we must wash them so they're very clean. And then later, my other friends will help us paint and decorate them so they will be beautiful for the King's Parade. I don't know. This sounds like a long day to me. Don't be discouraged, Nehemiah. It will be a long day for little Basu, too. Oh, I see. I didn't think about Basu, Mr. Singh. See how Basu's mother, Ila, is wrapping her trunk around Basu to help him walk to the watering hole. Look, Basu seems to be afraid of the water. Yes, but his mother and father will help him. And soon he'll be playing and spraying water as those small elephants are doing to each other over there. Mr. Gunther, perhaps we could have a Bible study as we walk through the city. I'm glad you asked, Joshua. Actually, I've been looking at the parable of the prodigal son in Luke 15. What's that all about, Papa? Well, Nehemiah, it's about a father who had two sons, a younger son and an elder son. The younger son came to know the true gospel, but sadly, the elder son did not. What were the two sons like, Mr. Gunther? Both sons were sinners, as all of us are. The younger son wasted his money on sinful things and spent his father's inheritance on the wicked pleasures of this life. What happened to that younger son, Papa? There arose a mighty famine in that land, and he was needy because there was no food. What did he really need, Mr. Gunther? Lizzie, he lacked obedience to Jesus' command to take up your cross and follow me and love not the world nor the things of this world. These desires can only come with salvation. Mr. Gunter, are we then to be crucified like Jesus was? No, not literally, Joshua, but it does mean that we are to die to what we want in this world and to obey the Bible instead. What is the famine a picture of, Mr. Gunther? Lizzie, the famine is a picture of the great tribulation we are in right now and of not hearing the Word of God. As a younger son, he knew the Word of God, the Bible, 
which his father had taught to both his sons, but he wanted to only please himself. Then what happened, Papa? He joined himself to a citizen of that country, where this younger son had gone, and that citizen sent him into his fields to feed pigs. The field is a picture of the world. It is a place where we should be spreading the gospel. The pigs are a picture of all who are unsaved. Was the younger son very hungry, Papa? Yes, Nehemiah. The Bible says he would have filled his belly with the husks that the pigs ate, but no man gave unto him. The unsafe people who kept the herd of pigs did not give him what he really needed for his hunger. So what was that, Papa? Nehemiah, man's true hunger is for the bread of life, the Lord Jesus, who is the living bread, who came down from heaven to give everlasting life to his people. What happened next, Papa? Well, when the younger son came to himself, he said, "I perish with hunger." Didn't the younger son go back home, Mr. Gunther? Yes, Lizzie. He considered. That his father's hired servants had plenty of bread and enough to spare, he said in Luke 15:18, "I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants." Why would he say that to his father, Mr. Gunther? That's a good question, Joshua. He had been humbled and realized that he was not worthy to receive salvation. Only those who are truly saved are humble and recognize their own sinful condition before God. Only Jesus is worthy. Jesus is the Lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. And all those who are clothed with white robes are worthy, because they are truly saved. The white robes are a picture of Jesus' righteousness or purity. Can you tell me more of the prodigal son, Papa? Yes, Nehemiah. When the younger son was yet a great way off, his father saw him. And had compassion, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him, and that younger son said to his father, "Father, I have sinned against heaven, and in thy sight, and am no more worthy to be called thy son." Mr. Gunther, why did the father kiss him? He was totally disobedient to his father. You're absolutely right, Lizzie. The father kissed the son because he had compassion on his boy. God is compassionate to those who weep and mourn over their sin and over their unworthiness to be called a son. Is that the end of the story, Papa? No, Nehemiah. The father said to his servants, "Bring forth the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it, and let us eat and be merry." For this, my son was dead, and is alive again. He was lost, and is found. And they began to be merry. What does killing the fatted calf mean, Mr. Gunther? Lizzie, killing the fatted calf means that Christ, 
is being remembered and emphasized. Uh, it is a picture that Christ had saved this young man. Here we are. The whole town is getting ready for the parade. And the children are very happy to see Basu. What are they giving Basu to drink? Rice and milk. Basu likes it very, very much. Wow, he ate that up quickly. He must have been very thirsty and hungry from the trip. Look, my friends have come to help decorate all three elephants. We will paint flowers on their legs and on their heads. They will all be dressed up for the parade. Joshua, I've heard that hundreds of years ago, the wealthy Maharajas of India would have their elephants decorated with priceless jewels and gems worth millions of rupees or dollars. Yes, that is correct, Mr. Gunter. I have just received a special invitation from the king. Here, let me open the letter. It says that Basu will lead the parade and Nehemiah, you can ride on top of Basu's father, Prabhu, and Lizzie, you can ride on top of Ila, Basu's mother. I know, it felt like riding on a super soft, thick carpet. Papa, did you take pictures of us to show my mom and dad? I sure did, Nehemiah. I took a bunch of them, of both you and Lizzie. Papa, can you tell me more about that elder son? One of the servants told the elder son that his father had killed the fatted calf and had received his younger brother safe and sound. Was the elder son happy that his younger brother had become saved? No, Nehemiah. Unfortunately, he was very angry. He told his father that he had never broken his father's rules, and he complained that his father had never given him a baby goat, that he might make merry with his friends. Instead, the father killed the fatted calf for his younger brother, who had wasted his entire inheritance by living in sin. The fatted calf was not killed for the elder brother. So the elder son did not rejoice over the salvation of his younger brother, Mr. Gunther? Yes, you are correct, Lizzie. Like the angels do in heaven, when one person becomes truly saved, the elder brother was angry, showing he was hateful. When we hate someone, it's like murdering them. Sadly, it is a result of the terrible sin of pride. Did the father answer his elder son? Yes, he said, Son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. It was meet or necessary that we should make merry and be glad. For this thy brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. Mr. Gunter, could you tell me how this parable relates to Christ's return. Joshua, the elder brother, was not watching as demonstrated by how he did not do anything to help the younger son. He wasn't looking for his brother's return as his father was. The citizens of the country, known as the field or the world, and represent the kingdom of Satan, did not even give the younger brother the husks of corn for his spiritual hunger. And corn is a grain that points to Jesus who is the bread of life. The elder son 
like so many in the churches, do not show genuine compassion for the unsaved because they are not obedient to the Bible and lack the true gospel. Did the younger son become part of Christ's kingdom, Mr. Gunter? Yes, Joshua. The younger son realized that he must go back to his father. He arose. This is a picture of the resurrection of his soul, and he became part of the kingdom of heaven, where the heavenly father lives. Once someone becomes saved in our day, they will begin to watch in the Bible for the timing of Christ's return on May 21st, 2011. How does this parable relate to the Bible as a whole, Mr. Gunther? Spiritually, Lizzie, the elder and the younger relate to the instructions given to younger men and older men and likewise to women to only trust and obey the Bible and not to follow our sinful desires. Why is the Bible so important, Papa? Nehemiah, that is an excellent question. We can only learn from the Bible when we compare spiritual with spiritual or scripture with scripture. The Bible tells us that as a child, Timothy was taught the scriptures by his mother Eunice and by his grandmother Lois. Well, boys and girls, my name is Joshua, and we've come to the end of today's program. In today's study, Nehemiah and Lizzie visited India and learned an important lesson about the parable of the prodigal son. Any last words, Nehemiah? If you would like a free CD of any of these programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible in care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621 USA. Today's program is entitled Walk Ahead, Little Elephant. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Bye-bye.